Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of the Maddie Chimber Podcast. Yeah, baby, we're back. I did not decide to quit. Over the last week, I decided to do one more, and you're here. If you are returning, thank you, and I apologize for this weekly spiel. I just like to get it out of the way. I like to thank you guys each week. I don't want you to think I'm getting um, cocky or... Uh, I I expect you to come here. I'm just so grateful that every week you guys come back, and I'm thrilled. And uh, for the new people, what's up? Welcome. Uh, You're ready. It's going to be a wild ride. You ever have a... You ever have a friend uh, be the DD and then you catch them having a couple drinks in the corner and they still drive? It's like that. It's like the DD had a couple podcast. That should be the new name of it. But um, if you're new, feel free to literally fuck the subscribe button, tap it, smack it, do whatever you want to it. Um, I would appreciate it. I love if you guys became one of my returners. And regardless, returning new, old, straight, gay, ugly, fat. Uh, crush that like button, people. It just means the world to me. Hit, hit a comment. I'd love to, to interact with you guys. It's just, uh, it makes this more of a collaborative approach, not so much of a one-dimensional affair. That's what my ex said our last relationship was, and that's why she left me, guys. Uh, we can dig into that more, um, but without further ado, welcome to the Maddie Chimber Podcast. <laughs> episode of the podcast doing that accent just made me realize my neighbors can probably hear me how you doing steve we got a window between apartments like it's some shitty hotel uh but i don't care i'm realizing uh nobody you don't get anywhere if you're insecure you don't get anywhere if you're self-conscious is what i meant to say you got to be yourself people too many people are a shell of themselves and then they uh, are not really living to their full potential because they're just doing what other people want them to do. And I'm starting to not give a fuck. <laughs> I'm starting to not give a fuck it out. I mean, I'm not a psychopath. I'm not just like fucking uh, farting on people. But, you know, when I want to say things, your you boy says them, right? And I want you guys to do that too. When you feel weird about something if you're like ah should I say something should I not I think that's a telltale sign that you gotta fucking speak up for yourself stick up for yourself and get it off your chest is it always gonna be the right decision nope definitely not are gonna be like Matt why did you tell me to do that I made an awful decision it's because it's you're playing the long run you're molding yourself into the person you want to be and you're letting people know who the fuck you are you know what I'm saying He's getting pushed around. You you little shell. You're a little fucking turtle out in the world. And you come back here, you take your shell off, bitch. Let people see the naked you. Let them see that fucking big old dick. Let me see that old... Let them see your WAP. How come nobody's talking about the underwear in that WAP song? Wet-ass pussy that underwear is like. Yeah, I'm I'm drenched, all right? Can you maybe not wear me if you're going to be whopping all day? How about a, uh, <laughs> AAP, some absorbent ass panties. That should be like a remix to WAP. I don't know, people. Isn't it funny, though, like when you're home alone? You're never 
like you, I'll just say me, I'm ne- I'm so different home than I am in real life. And it's funny. That's like the good thing about relationships is when you start to meet the real person. Like, let's be honest. Dating is sitting across from somebody, lying to their face, asking questions you don't care about the answer, just to avoid an awkward night. That's all a date is. A date, when you're driving, when I'm driving to a date, I'm like, just please don't be awkward. Let it be a good conversation. And then we can make the decision on our drives home, on our car ride home, uh, if we want to even see each other again. But it's fun when you start to like really meet the person because we're just such weird. Everybody's fucking weird. And when I meet somebody who acts like they're not, and that's like the comedy scene these days where when you say something weird or I go, and they're just like, okay, okay. You're like, really, bitch? You never farted. You never laughed at a fart noise. Like, you know, when people try to make you feel weird for being yourself, I'm like, I know in there, that's in there. I know in your little fucking shell, you're like, want to be the Hills Laguna Beach vibe you're putting off. I know inside there, you fucking fart and you laugh or smile. I'm sick of these fucking people, but... It's fun meeting the psychos. That's what I do. I'm at home, dude. When I'm home, no, what's even weirder is that relationship of who you are in public to who you are in home is the same as who you are in home as who what you think in your brain. You ever have those? Th- you ever have thoughts that just make you at home, your home version, seem tame? You're like, oh my god, that was a wild thought. What is going on in our fucking? What is that? I don't know. Why is it important to be yourself? I don't know. I have... Uh, I've noticed that in stand-up where the more... You do... It's hard to answer the question, like, who am I? When people are like, well, like what's your voice on stage? And I, you're like, I have no idea. I've never had to answer that question or think more about myself in my life. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe... Because I'm doing that so much, I think more about myself and I start to feel more comfortable in my skin, which is true because let me try to remember this point because I feel like I'm going to forget. I'm going to say most people in the real world don't. Maybe that's why they feel more to put on an act or be the polite version of themselves. And then you got me doing stand-up where it's almost encouraged because I vividly remember when I started stand-up, I was more of this, like, bashful little, <laughs> like, I want to be funny type thing. But then when you really boils down to it, you're like, I just want to be cool and people like me. But now I'm just like, I'll say fucking anything. Like, for the longest time, if there was, like, a hot girl at the show, I would not do a fart joke. Even for a while, I just wouldn't do them. Like, I wouldn't say anything gross. Why? Because I was self-conscious. And I was not comfortable in my own skin on stage I was not comfortable and over the years you just sit in that filth dude now I'll literally look a pretty girl in the face and be like I'm shitting my pants right now and then you realize that fear that it's gonna freak her out a lot it's really not you'd be so shocked to see the people that come up to me after a show or whatever DM me or something where Somebody I would never expect to like my most like <clears throat> edgy or kind of 
gross joke, you know, like a shit joke. Like I've done like shit and piss and queefs and jokes and like an old woman who looks like your grandmother will come and be like, that was really funny. And you're like, what? What the fuck? Are you serious? Like you would expect, and then the person who you think would like it kind of just like brushes you off and you're like, oh, the media is making us think that they don't, like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes old ladies are like, you're a psycho. And then the young kids are like, I love you. But what I'm getting at is you can't tell who people are. Um, you can't tell. So don't, don't base yourself on that. I have really bad amnesia, and I feel like I don't know why I started that. Oh, just going back to people being, you know, comedy's making me weird. But, you know, am I weird or am I just being myself? That should be a class at like a school. It's called Being Yourself 101. And then you have to go in front of the class and be like, do something you do at home when you're alone. And everybody gets up there, and then I go up there, and I literally fucking cup water around my butt and fart and be like, but did that sound like a jet ski? And everyone's like, that's what you do at home. And I'm like, bingo. That's what I do. I do fart experiments. I'm a fart scientist. What is that? (laughs) Take off my lab coat on a date. Glad you asked. I go in the shower and I use my hand and pull water around my ass, and then I like to fart to see what it sounds like. She's like, are you really telling me this right now? And I'm like, it's an interesting hypotenuse that the theoretical thesis of my investigations realize that we are, when submerged in water, sound like 1980s jet skis. Fart scientist. It's a show on fucking. What's one of those man networks? What's your man? I sound like a feminist. Whatever your fucking man network is. Fuse. I have a show. It's like Bill Nye, but just fart science. Fart scientist. Uh, episode two. We're gonna reinvestigate the the shower theory, but now we're gonna incorporate new liquids, jellies, powders. Um, we're also gonna see if Botox can manipulate the sound of the fart by changing the size of your butthole. And they're like, that is literally wildly dangerous. And I'm like, it's called science, you fucking conformist. If Edison, when Edison was out there with his fucking kite in the in the the lightning storm, people are like that's dangerous, and he goes, "Yeah, well, guess that, guess what? Now you got fucking, I got these fucking light bulbs. You're welcome, or electricity. Was that was that Ben Franklin? Who look? Let's look that up because who flew the kite in the rain? I can't stand the rain. So." Just a porno. I'm like, that looks... Ben Franklin. What did I say? Thomas Edison? Like, let's be perfectly honest. Isn't that all the same person? Those are all the same guy. They just fucking changed the name for different stories. Ben Franklin, Thomas Edison, Richard Richard Pembroke. I just made that one up. On June 10th, 
1970, okay, 1752, wow, I'm just like making shit up at this point. Ben Franklin flies a kite during a thunderstorm and collects ambient electric charge and then cups water around his ass and farts. So it's actually been done before. (laughs) Wasn't Ben Franklin just like a fat drunk? That's our country in a nutshell. You invent something, they forget everything. Ben Franklin. More than meets the eye. He just pulls his fucking pants out. He's doing the mangina. Dude, he even looks... You look fucking weird, bro. People even look different back then. Don't we look kind of different than these fucking weirdos? Ben Frank... Dude, imagine like how fucking gross people were back then. I just think about sex in the 1700s way too much. You ever think about that sex in the 1700s? Like, bro, we've all been with like a girl or yourself and you're like, you're about to like fucking suck and fuck or something. And the both parties are like, hey, can we just like go freshen up a little bit? We didn't even do anything, but you want to kind of just like, you know, you want to prep the area. And I'm like, dude, that is the most considerate thing. Back then, dude, I just feel like people were just fucking gross. Just like so puby. The 1700 sex scene was just a pube fest of like fucking bushes and fucking like. This is what sex sound like. <laughs> Out of shape dudes who don't even know what lifting away it is. You got women with fucking pubes and his pubes. It just sounds like this. Oh, fuck. I don't even think they made those noises. I feel like porn invented that. Oh, fuck. Do you think they did that? Do you think. Fuck yeah. <laughs> There's no way people back then sounded like that when they fucked. Fuck yeah. Hit it, fucker. Was the F word even around back then? People, this is my fucking brain, and this is the shit I just dive into. I just like to explore my brain. Some of you guys, again, just fucking sit there one day, rip coffee, and just be like, do people fuck? 1700s, like, just orgies of fucking... You ever see those, like, hieroglyphic photos of, like, dudes bending their dicks back? You're like, what did you... Maybe they were weird. Maybe they kind of... Maybe they were worse than we were. That could be a thing. Why Why are we the ones acting like we figured it out? You know? I mean, look at food. Back then, they ate everything, and now it's boiled down to... Let's eat this and not that. Back then, those people were just fucking doing some freaking nowadays shit. Just some fucking. Let's look up hieroglyphic sex. This is weird. Hieroglyphics. Hey, hieroglyphics. Like, let's make a more annoying way to spell yourself. H i e r o g l y p h i. You're like. Can you have eight things in there just to try to confuse me? This is about to get fucking horned up. It's not even letting me search hieroglyphic sex. Come on, bitch. My dick's moving. Let's copy this. Uh, Paste. Ooh, baby. Oh, yeah, these people were getting fucking naughty, son. (laughs) Oh, yo, 
That okay. Case proven that makes no sense. I got one. My dude's got a girl over him holding his hands down and he's blowing his own dong. What the fuck is that? Yeah, they were free. They didn't know what they were doing back then. They just saw a hole in a stick and they go, let's get after it. This one's aggressive. Dude, do yourself a favor, people. Look up some fucking hieroglyphic. It was probably just a cave. It was just, that was porn. That's like porn internet. It was just, don't go in that cave. Why? (laughs) You'll see a couple sphinxes getting drilled by some ladies. Uh, That was interesting, but. (sighs) Fart science. I feel like we're just not, we just got to investigate more stuff. We got to really just dig into stuff and just see, you know, what's going on, people? What's going on with the old, no, I'm just kidding. Just come back. That's what I do. This is, you're learning who I am. That's exactly what the point of this is. You are, you guys see me. This is who I am as a person. And... If you ever come watch me do stand up or you watch any of my videos, it's just going to it's going to complement the video or complement my stand up being like I know the brain that spit out this joke. It's not going to be this foreign affair of, you know, you just being like who the f- what the sh- who's this person saying this thing? You're like that's literally Maddie and he's being tame right now because I've heard him on his podcast talk about jerking off in caves and the fact that he's just talking about dating apps now is very palatable for what I've seen. So, you know, that was one of the hardest things in stand up because your family knows you. I'm not close with my family. Like some of you are, some of you are, some people are too close with their family members and it's very off putting. Have you ever been around those people where like, in front of their mom and dad, they're like, I'm going to go out tonight and I'm trying to fuck a chick. You're like, ugh, what are you saying in front of your parents? Like, I don't do that. I love my mother, sister, you know, like, you just don't say certain things in front of your family members and you have to be a polite, you know, they they knew you growing up. They know how you behave, the immature you, this, that, and the other. But then there's like friend version of you and some people take friend version of themselves and act like that around their family and it's just very weird to me. So, fucking just saying like, fucking getting fucked up tonight, fuck yeah. And the mom's just like, oh God, what the fuck? Maybe that's better. I don't know. Is that, how, how's your guys' relationship with your family? Mine's already like a, it's not professional, but it's like I, I'm polite around my mom. I love her to death. And same with my sister. Like I say with my sister, I don't like, I'm just Matthew in front of them. Do you guys have your family alter ego? I'm Matthew to them. And they know me as Matthew. Love sports. Eh, I go out get a little fucked up every now and then. They kind of see a glimpse of it. But then you have friend you. That's fucking just different. And that was one of the harder things with stand-up, and that's why I'm glad people who watch this hopefully will come see me one day, is because, hey, ambulance, it's probably not a big deal. It's for sure a big deal. Um, uh, That was one of the biggest things, is one day they came out and saw me, and it was the 
one of the first times they saw and my stand-up persona is the weird shit you're seeing it's like <clears throat> house me mixed with friend me with my thoughts being the crazy things tying all that together does that make sense and the first time my parents came into holly my 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 mom and uh friends and family let me just say that when they all came and saw me the friends were not too off like they were not even the friends were a little like oh this is not i know him but this is like you know comedy matt which there's some new things they're digesting but it was definitely a an experience to say the least um they were just seeing somebody they didn't know and it's not a bad thing but it was just like you know me just kind of saying more I don't want to say grotesque shit, but like you're just hearing my comedy bits of like things I'm trying to just say that are just me times a thousand that maybe they'd have not heard or um <coughs> sorry crying <coughs> um it was just interesting because I'm saying things that like they never fucking heard before like or even behaving that they never seen before so that was wild to the point where my mother cried the first time she saw me do stand up. Tell me a more awkward story. You guys got awkward stories. Submit them. She cried, uh, and it was because I did a few jokes. I was trying to do some family shit. At the time, I was opening for a kid who was on AGT. He, um, cleaner audience, older, you know, people who watch fucking TV at night. Imagine that crowd. Plus, you younger kind of mix in, but... In the course of opening for him before the Connecticut dates, I was like, oh, I'm going to do, I'll, I'll start doing some family stuff. And I basically had a joke about how my grandma, about my grandmother and grandparents, et cetera. And sadly, my grandmother's passed away a while ago. But, you know, they weren't even bad. They really were not bad jokes. It's just, I think in the moment, she just didn't want me to find humor in that. And uh, she started crying and she was pissed off at me. So, yeah. That's comedy for you, folks. It's not just this. Uh, they thought, you know, I think my friends and family thought I was going to be like, oh, I'm fucking. My mom thought it was going to be like, I'm Italian. My mom's Italian. My mom, my mom's side is 100% Italian, in case you guys are wondering why I'm saying that. Um, she thought it was going to be like, oh, my mom's so Italian. She feeds me till I'm full and then keeps feeding me. What's up with it? And then she's like, yeah, that's bad. Wow. She thought that's how it was going to go. My friends probably were more inclined with the whatever the fuck you see on barstool sports. I feel like they don't, you know, I had a few friends and family and people be like, dude, I love that, which is like a good feeling that they were not shocked. But I think you're like really close friends or your family. They kind of saw my behavior and were like, Oh, this is you. That's, that's who you are. And it's making sense. And I, but you're a crazy person. I'm like, just a fucking I'm a lost soul somebody said I had a hurt I was hurt I was like look at when people try to like tell me what's going on comedians are hurt wait what like ankles no like soul oh okay how can you tell well you look up hieroglyphic sex and that's not normal I mean somebody does it because it's on the fucking computer so are they hurt huh are they fucking hurt too you, f you freaks That's a weird thing. I feel like because I'm being so myself with my social media and just like, that's one thing. I, oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Oh, good. 
as a comedian, you have to at some point make a conscious decision, kind of like when I didn't want to do fart and gross jokes in front of hot girls. I've forever wanted to just put up videos or pictures of myself, trying to be funny or not, that made me look the best. And uh, when you pursue comedy, there's a point where you have to be like, well, it's, I can't look good in all of these. Like, there's angles of me that we all have angles of ourselves where you're like, you're literally an ugly person and you need to take that angle and bury it somewhere because you're scaring children. Um, and I feel like there's a point where me consciously making like my social media just straight humor based. I do fucking gross shit, play act out fucking shitting, this, that, and the other. And I feel like ever since then, though, because all your dating apps are tied back to my my social media, I feel like, I don't know if it's my age on dating apps or it's the fact of my content that's just like highlighting I'm immature. I don't know what it is. Basically, I'm not doing so hot on those. Every dude knows it comes in waves, and I feel like I've been in a low tide for quite a bit. And uh, it's interesting, to say the least. I don't want to... I guess I'm searching for an excuse. Maybe it's just my fucking dumb, ugly face. I feel like putting as a comedian in L.A. on your dating apps doesn't work. Everyone thinks, like... Every girl's dating profile says, like, I want to do this so funny and sarcastic and fucking schmuck and and then you are that, and then they, they're they like, yeah, but you have to be, like, hot, too. And you're like, all right, I'm going to put that in there. He's like, I don't feel so okay. That's one thing. Every girl's like, I want to do this so fucking funny. And then you're like, what's up? I'm a comedian. She's like, and then hot. And you're like, fuck. Because you just said funny. You didn't say anything about hot. Well, I meant fun. I meant hot and then tells bad jokes and I laugh at them. So you don't want somebody who tells jokes and this looks like me. No, no, I really don't. Okay, cool. Cool. Glad you told me after we first met. I wish we just, you know. It's funny how dating apps girls have just such specific requests for dudes. All those fucking bullet points of just like, you better fucking, better be witty, hardworking, love that I, every girl on her dating profile says that she loves whiskey, I love whiskey, you're like, do you? Every girl wants to be this like rocker, I wear fucking band t-shirts and drink whiskey. Uh, Cool, that sounds like you are a nanny. <laughs> Wow, that's exciting. All this shit. He better do this, and he better be six feet, and he better work and make money. and, and y- That's funny. Know what I want? Know what I've never had as a girlfriend? I've never, as a girlfriend, when I make a girlfriend, no. But if I were to say something, you get fucking, you know, chastised by, uh, you're a piece of shit. Ah, really? Really? Because I want a girl with a fucking normal job. In L.A., that's a thing. And I'm sorry, girls. I, I get it. People are pursuing careers, and you have to have these odd jobs to get, you know, time to audition, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But after a while, you're like, how many fucking people can you meet where they're just like, what do you do for work? Well, I'm kind of like a nanny sometimes, and the other times, I just don't. And you're like, oh, okay. So... For sure paying for everything. Um, that's really chill. 
I'm going to go now. And I, I pay for shit. I don't give a fuck. But it's just like, you know, you need some sense of security. And it's like when you get to a certain age and you're still doing these jobs, you're like, I just don't, like, where are you going with this? Like, I need something where, you know, I'm not marrying you because I feel bad for you when you get hurt and you don't have insurance. And then I feel like I have to help you out. And then next thing you put in a weird position. But I don't know. And I just don't want to date anybody in entertainment. That's another thing. But no, I've never dated. It's funny. Like girls always want like a tall guy who works on shit and is like manly. They always have like that stereotypical vision of a dude. No, what I've never had is a girl who fucking cooks. And I know that sounds misogynistic and I want you to chill the fuck out. I'm not saying that I want that because I personally like cooking and I'm very, I'm a control freak. Like if I see you cutting an onion weird, you're like, yeah, okay, you go over there. This is not, if you can't even do that part, right? You're for sure not cooking that chicken the way I want it. Um, but I've never had that. I've never had a girl. Like, it was here, like, women, you know, they, we cook and clean. I'm like, I've never had any of that. I've had girls who, like, like to cook, and then they, like, offer you. I cook for you. Oh, wow, really? What'd you make? And then she, like, microwave salmon. You're like, are you having a stroke? Like, what is that all about? I seasoned it with um, salad dressing, and then uh, you eat that, and I'm going to clean. And then you go in her bathroom, and her fucking trash can's just overflowing with tissues. You're like, how many fucking tissues can one girl use and put in a trash can that cannot fit them? What the fuck? I think I'm going to be alone. I think I'm realizing that I'm just going to be alone, and that's just my life. I'm going to be a... trying to think of like how I can manage that because I feel like everybody wants you know they want to what's it called you like relationships for the benefits of being with a girl or a dude whatever the fuck girl you know vice versa etc now being single is fun because you get to do whatever the fuck you want but now you're missing out on that that's why people you know but I'm like god damn it I want like a contract they should like fucking relationships where you I'm just basically, I'm basically building up where I was going to say, like, you should do a thing where it's like a service where you can, like, do the things that if, as if you're a couple and then you go away. And I'm, like, basically just explaining prostitution. I'm, like, <laughs> like, I could, like, I'm single, right? And then I go to this service and a girl's going to do it, too, for dudes. But, like, I go to this website or service and then I see a girl who's working in this service and then I pay her and we do relationship things and then and then you just fucking pay her you and you go about your business and her boss wears fur coats and says I need my money I don't know, people. That's just me. This is me. This is a good episode. I'm proud that I'm happy that I did it. I don't really want to do anymore because I need to eat some food. I don't know what I'm going to make. No drools. Was there any drools? People, please feel free to comment below the points in which I had a piece of drool and then how long it was there for. But what are we going to take away from this, people? Be yourself. Be weird. I think it's a good thing to be. Uh, Don't be afraid of saying the weird shit to somebody because, one, for all you know, they'll like it. And, two, if they don't like it, at least you know that when you decided to be yourself, 
and they were weird. Like that had that interaction had to happen at some point, so you might as well get it out of the way. And that's what I've been trying to do with everything. And you know, uh, I think it's uh, doing pretty good, guys. Thank you for watching Matter Chamber Podcast. Like I said, please subscribe, like, comment, or just you know, don't. I don't give a fuck. I do, but I don't. All right, guys. Take care. Bye.